Craft Beer Radio, episode 133, recorded on March 5th, 2009. Welcome to Craft Beer Radio, the show dedicated to craft beer and the craft brewing industry. I'm Jeff Bear. I'm Greg Weiss, and we're doing chocolate beers. Chocolate, chocolate beers. beers. All these beers feature chocolate as an ingredient. Right. There's some, for instance, uh, Brooklyn's Black, Black Chocolate, chocolate Stout. Stout does not have, it has chocolate malt, but does not have actual right. chocolate in it. And chocolate malt does not have cocoa in it. Mm-hmm. It's just a, it has cocoa flavors from the, the charring the and roasting. all that stuff, yeah. Uh, the roasting uh, process, process, melanoidins. Yes, yes that's it. Now let's start off the with the Maillard reaction. Let's start off with the the granddaddy of chocolate beers. I would say the one that you know I've had first and longest. Okay, and that's the Rogue chocolate stuff. I think it's a good starting point. Now we've had these out of the fridge for would you say about an hour? Close to an hour. Yeah, they're um, they're going to be at a good temperature. I would suspect for this. Yeah, I think in general because these are all higher gravity ales. Uh, we have a, a stout and their stout and a porter. And they all are generally better. These flavors especially are better with a little bit of warming to them. You don't want right. them to be cold. Big discrepancy in the head on this one. I pour them relatively the same. Greg has the perfect little you know, half-inch <laughs> head. Mine's like four fingers. Well, that'll change after a little bit of time. It is black. Put a little nose grease in there. Just black. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Big old callback. Big old callback. Just black. There's no highlights at the bottom. It's just dark and the tan is actually a little bit the tan head is actually a little bit lighter than i expect for a beer this dark Mm -hmm. but i mean the beer is just dark there's no seeing through this thing so the aroma lots of cocoa in the aroma Mm. and i'm trying to narrow it down to a specific cocoa and it's reminding me of chocolate ice cream type aroma i don't know what that means but when i smell it i think like Soft chocolate ice cream. Well, I have an advantage here because I know how they make this beer. Okay. Because uh, the guy who came up with the recipe for this beer, that guy Fred, who lived in Sapporo, oh, okay. who worked at that, uh, you know, who made had that awesome beer bar, and they tried a whole bunch of things, a whole bunch of ways to make it work right, and they found the best way to get it to work right: chocolate syrup. Okay. So yeah, it does taste is, a bit like Hershey's chocolate syrup. Now that you say that, I I get that that feel that um, that concentrate that chocolate right. extract. Right, there's there's, um, there, there's a bit of a sharpness to it. Right, there's I mean that that's from the hops. There's mm-hmm. definitely you know some 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 fruity hop flavoring on on the outside of your tongue, but there's a distinct kind of. Well, how how would you put the way that the the chocolate syrup? I don't know whether it's necessarily Hershey's chocolate syrup, yeah, because you can make your own. Sure. But you know, it's some sort of corn syrup with chocolate inside of it. There's a, a kind of rolling sort of texture that it gives a, a, a fluidness to it. I suppose mm-hmm. trying to figure out a way to describe it that doesn't sound ridiculous, right? But it it doesn't have let's say it doesn't have necessarily the bitterness of you know a dark chocolate it doesn't have kind of the creaminess of a milk chocolate but it has it a velvety a bunch, sort of texture. it doesn't have a bunch of sweetness to it it's almost like i'm thinking like you know brownies where they didn't put enough butter or shortening in it you know or is they're kind of dry and 
crusty. Now, according to their website, this is 15 degrees Play-Doh, 69 IBUs, 77 AA. What is AA? It's an alpha acid. Alpha acids, know. okay. 135 it's, degrees lava bonds. They have a lot of information about this beer. Uh, there are 10 ingredients that they use. Northwest Harrington and Clay's, Crystal 135 and 165, using the malts, Beast and Chocolate, Rolled Oats, and Roasted Barley. There, It's hopped with Cascade hops. That's all they use. Uh, the specialty is imported Dutch bittersweet chocolate, which I guess they syrup pies, according to Fred. And the yeast and water is Rogue's Pac-Man yeast and free-range coastal water. Ooh, free-range water. Mm. Free-range, like free-range chickens, right? Yeah. They don't, they don't they coop they, up the they water. Don't, they don't coop the water. They let the water go as it pleases before they kill it. <laughs> Make beer out of it. <laughs> Slaughter the water, make the beer. Allison turned one on Tuesday. Congratulations! Thank you. It's uh, she she had a blast at her birthday party. Um, she didn't really get into the cake smashing bit all that much. She's mm-hmm. very dainty with the icing, so I took her hand and smashed it. In the, she almost cried. Oh really? <laughs> she had a like, goop on her hand. She liked the ice cream though. We gave yeah. her some ice cream. I've talked about shocked at the stuff a kid Allison's age can do. She's eating with a spoon. I think that's a little ahead of, the fa- ahead of schedule, but I don't want to be that. Parent. They all they all do different I, things. I don't want to be that parent that thinks I have the smartest kid on earth. So <laughs> I, I always center myself as saying, "Odds are she's average." <laughs> Odds are, yeah. I mean, I have a good example is that my sister apparently started talking way before she started walking, and I started walking way before I started talking. Mm-hmm. So it's just right. Different. Take it as you can get yeah. it. Yeah, I'm getting a little bit of hops out of the spear. Um. You, know, you mentioned what was a cascade? I believe mm-hmm. cascades. Yeah, it comes across a little bit fruity. It's um, it's in a stout, so it's not super obvious, but you get some in the sides of my tongue, really. Yeah, that's where it's coming. And like I said, there's the sides, and there's a little bit of the, that fruitiness, a little bit of that tartness. Cascade, if it's really powerful, is going to give you a, mo- a big grapefruit hit. Uh, don't really. I mean, I can see a little bit of that in there, a little bit of grapefruit rind taste coming through a little bit. Mm-hmm. The chocolate does a nice job of muting it, but I think it. I think that they could drop the Cascade hops a little bit. Yeah, I poured a little bit more and took a sniff, mm-hmm. and it smelled hoppy. You know, I got a lot of hops once I poured a little bit more and took another whiff on the aroma. I mean, 69 IBU is pretty bitter, and this is not the most malty, chocolatey thing you've ever tasted. So mm-hmm. it, it, it ends up not... It ends up being a little bit too hot. I mean, it's not saying it's not a, a good beer. It is a good beer. It's just, I think they could draw down the hops a bit. It is West Coast. It is, you know, that sort of environment. But I think they could draw down the hops a bit and maybe push up a little bit of the of the malty flavor. Rogue recommends blending this beer with their Chipotle and making a mole beer. Or making a mixed mole drink. I could see that as kind of working. I like the Chipotle beer a lot. I think yeah. it's, I, th- I think it may be my favorite Rogue beer. Just because I've talked about Rogue before and how I think that Rogue always kind of goes for an 8 out of 10. And I never mm-hmm. get a 10 out of 10 from a Rogue. But the closest I've come is Chipotle just because I feel that, that it works so well. Yeah. They got it to work so well together. Yeah, so someday I want to try a, a mole, a Rogue mole. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to knock this beer. This is decent beer. It's if you want some chocolate in your beer, it's definitely good. Big, thick, creamy head. I got the dump bucket out just to dump the head out of the glass. And yeah, there's no <laughs> not really beer. It's just foam. So he's not. 
We we got a comment on on, on dumping, right? We got that. Yeah, someone uh, wrote it on their blog. How dare we? How dare we have the nerve to pour beers that listeners send into us into the dump bucket? Like we violated some man rule, I think he said, and uh, I I I went off on him because I wrote a comment about it because I felt that viol- the whole man rules concept is from macro muck beer advertising anyway. Mm-hmm. So I don't ascribe to that at all, and. Hey, I have to drive. I have a thirty-minute drive home. I'm not going to get wasted. Sorry, pal. And there's oftentimes like this. Rogue has half a bottle left. I'm going to put a cap back on that mm-hmm. and drink it another night. I'm not going to pour out this whole bottle of Rogue. So I conserve beer where possible, but I also don't imbibe in alcohol and, that isn't going to be put to good use. And frankly, I don't like getting drunk. Yeah, tell me about it. I, you know, like a little bit of fuzz is nice. It gives you a little bit of social lubricant. Maybe opens up your your mind a little bit more. It certainly opens up your mouth a little bit more. But I hate getting drunk. It makes me feel bad. I get a headache. It's it's awful. You feel terrible the next day. Getting drunk sucks. <laughs> so our first beer was Rogue Chocolate Stout. This next beer is Terrapin. Terrapin side project number four. Das Coco. Yeah, so these are one-time only releases they do on the side project. Unless they're super popular, they might them again. We uh, The number three was out right when Terrapin came to town. It was mm-hmm. the Gamma Ray. It was that wheat wine. Yeah, that was honey. great. It was good. And uh, so this is number four, and this is Das Coco's. Chocolate Porter. Beer brewed and aged with chocolate. They call it a chocolatey experimental twist. They incorporated two types of chocolate at two different stages of production to achieve balanced chocolate flavors... And the first edition was the first edition was sixty pounds of cocoa powder into, added in the whirlpool, and next the porter was aged for one month on a sixty pound bed of cocoa nibs. So there you go. The cocoa flavor in this beer is so mouth watering it'll even make Wonka jealous. Ecuadorian chocolate. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, the style is an American porter, five point eight percent alcohol. Style specialty beer. <laughs> Take away from this thing, Greg. But this, so wonderful. this is not exactly the super high gravity beer like I was saying before. This is a bit lower. Take a sniffy sniff. It is wonderful. I'm smelling chocolate. Definitely it smells, smells like uh, chocolate. Um, dark chocolate, not milk chocolate for sure. Well, there's a little bit of a, of a sweetness there that I can smell at least. And uh, as def- soon as I say not milk chocolate, I swirl it up and I smell a little bit, <laughs> a little bit of yogurty. There's a little bit of that sort of musty yogurty yeasty. Yogurt uses yeast, right? It's bacteria. Bacteria. Okay, so the flavor certainly tastes like a porter. Yeah, a lot of roast. I actually had to go looking for the chocolate wasn't as potent as it was in the aroma. It comes in the end. Mm-hmm. It comes through in the end, yeah. In, in, in the front, it's taste that again, because that was w- different than I expected. You, know, you expect kind of forward, raisiny, malty from porter. Mm-hmm. I'm getting a, a roasty, little bit ashy porter. And the chocolate is really in the aroma. I mean, it's really strong in the aroma, but the yeah. flavor, I'm having a hard time really... Picking it out. I mean, I get little highlights of chocolate, but nothing that's a solid chocolate flavor. The chocolate, I think, comes at the end as you're breathing, like as you're, you know, breathing over your tongue. You can taste the chocolate, and as it's, you know, as you've swallowed, mm-hmm. the chocolate comes in. But at the front, it's kind of a a, a, a forward porter, a, a slightly hot forward porter. Not not nearly as hot forward, say, as the rogue chocolate stout was. I think that was more hoppy. But this is. 
you know, it's not a, a roasty or a chocolatey porter in that sense. It's not like, uh, well, Edmund Fitzgerald, which I love. Right. It's it's got a bit more. Well, let me give it another taste here, so I can. I keep forgetting it. It's so it's so hard to remember that yeah. first one because mm-hmm. it does end pretty chocolatey compared to the Rogue on the last one. I think this one. I'm really thinking this could go with some kind of dessert, vanilla ice cream. What what those what are those Italian bready things with the chocolate down the middle, the little spiral things, whatever they are. Be good with some like ice cream. Like an eclair sort of? No, it, it's it's these tiny little, I don't know what they're called. They're like pencils, but they're like... Oh, I know what you mean. They're, yeah, okay. I know what you mean. I think that flavor of the the bready, whatever that is, the, the cracker in the chocolate inside. Or whipped cream, I think, would go good with this, too. <laughs> or yeah, just whippets. A little bit right on just top. Just plain old whippets, just... <laughs> Sucking on nitrous. Oh, the days. Good times. Mm. I'm trying to figure a way to express that first bit before the chocolate comes in. It takes about 15 seconds for the chocolate to appear. To me, it tastes like an American porter, hoppy porter, along the lines of... What about about like gold leg humper? Okay. All right. I can see that. And then there's a little bit of chocolate. I, I'm still surprised. You say the chocolate comes in later. For me, it's such a fleeting flavor. I'm having a hard time really. I don't know. To me, it, it, it's pretty evident, but it, it, it takes a while for it to come out. Mm. But I mean, it's definitely there. Although, if you wouldn't have told me this was a chocolate beer, I would have thought it was just from the malt. I wouldn't have thought it was it was chocolate. Just from the flavor, I can agree with your saying. But it was so strong in the aroma. I think it, that's true. So that so the terrapin had a a tough time bringing out the chocolate, which is kind of weird because it's not exactly what you expected, right? You you, right. you you think when you think chocolate beer, you think chocolate beer. You don't think they're going for something a little bit different with a right a bit of chocolate here and there. Yeah, it's it's hard to say what I where I stand on this one. I mean, the aroma was wonderful. The flavor wasn't all that chocolatey, but I still enjoyed the porter. I think if I wasn't expecting a chocolate porter, mm-hmm. I think I may have enjoyed it more. No. You know, I think that, that I think that has to be considered. So I don't think in, in Terrapin, I've really enjoyed pretty much everything they've done. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm a fan of the, of the brewery. I'm really glad we can get that here now. But it's not going to be your your chocolate explosion if that's what you're looking for. Yeah, I concur, Doctor. Okay, so that was the Terrapin side project number four, Dos Cocos. Our third and final beer of the night is a beer that I think both Jeff and I have expressed our wowness for. Yes, our appreciation for. And, well, we're drinking again because, hey, it's a chocolate beer show and we have an opportunity to, so we're going to do it. Well, I bought a case of the shit, too. Yeah. So. It's not shit. It ain't it's shit. It's wonderful shit. Uh, this is Southern Tiered Chocolat, uh, Imperial Stout. First time we had this beer, I think it was in 07 when it came out. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the year, you know, we had to rank our best beers of the year. And hands down for me, this was the best beer I had tasted that year. Which, you know, we haven't done yet. We didn't do an 08, yeah. yeah. We could go back and look at the beers we tasted on the show notes and come up I, with I think we have to do that at some point just to get it done. But we certainly don't have a prepared. Maybe we'll do it for the anniversary. Months. We'll do the best beers ever on the show for the anniversary. Oh, that's a good idea. So, okay, and actually a, a sharper kind of chocolate aroma coming from this one. 
It's similar to the Terrapin. This is 11% alcohol by volume, 195 degrees lava bond, imperial chocolate stout, available 22 ounces or one six kegs if you want it, I guess. Uh, Two-row barley, caramel, 60 malt, barley flakes, chocolate malt, bittersweet Belgian chocolate, kettle hops are Chinook and Willamette. So the aroma, the first sniff I got, some, some good, rich, dark chocolate. And then one of my subsequent sniffs, I smelled barbecue, which was weird. I'm not sure what's up with that. Probably a tumor. <laughs> it's not a tumor. And actually, in the aroma right now, I'm smelling a bit of um, high alcohols, like fusible alcohols. Very hot in the aroma. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. Now, after those two beers... I don't think we were quite ready for the chocolate explosion this beer is. It works some magic in the flavor, doesn't it? Because this beer is... Uh, it's it's almost chocolate liqueur-like in the sense mm. that you really... I mean, it's a very full chocolate flavor. The, the other flavors are, are muted as compared to the, the Rogue and Terrapin where the hops were a little bit more dominant. Yeah. This one is chocolate all the way, and there's other stuff in the background, but man, you get the chocolate. Yeah, it's 11% too, so there's a lot of alcohol. Yeah. Something I'm noticing now that I haven't noticed in previous, I had chocolate on draft earlier this year, and you know we had it in the past, and this bottle tastes hotter to me. Like There's more fusel alcohols in there. So hopefully not my whole case is that way, or I'll be kind of slightly disappointed. It's still enjoyable, but I'm tasting a lot of fusel alcohols. They say best served at 48 degrees Fahrenheit. Okay, so we're a lot warmer than that yeah. right now. It's probably close to 60 right now. Probably. So maybe a chill on it would actually help. So that could be a reason why you're getting that, that fusel. So, and, and I can actually understand why this might be better cold. I, I said very, pre- I said previously you know, in the beginning of the show that these are better served mm-hmm. warm. But this one, there's a little bit of... Like you said, there's a, there's a fusel alcohol, and the chocolate is is such a big part of this yeah. that maybe cooling it a bit, putting it on your tongue, sort of like chocolate ice cream. Now, I'm not obviously that cold, right? But right. No, I understand giving it a little bit of now after the first couple sips. Way. After the first couple sips, I'm not noticing the flavor of the hotness anymore, and the chocolate is just expanding and just filling, and it's. It's like a big hug. It's definitely yeah. It's a big hug. It, it's the it's the fullest flavor that we've gotten tonight. Certainly of chocolate, and really the the, the fullest mouthfeel of all the beers tonight, because it really does. It, it surrounds your mouth. It surrounds your entire tongue. I feel it everywhere, and I feel the chocolate everywhere. This is part of their Blackwater series, by the way. Yeah. Uh, it's a winter seasonal November release. Southern Tier makes a vanilla one called Creme Brulee. And when I heard that, I was kind of I was so excited. I'm like, oh, man, if it's as good as the chocolate, it, it's sweet. It, it's it's just to have a little taste. You know, a 22-ounce bottle is insane. That's enough for 10 people mm. of creme brulee. You just don't want much more than that. And it's expensive. It's a lot more expensive than the chocolate. They have some stuff on the back here about uh, Mayan stuff and how they created a beverage called Chicoatle, which is spelled X-O-C-O-A-T-L, but they do have a pronunciation guide for it. So the X is sort of, is a ch? I guess oh, so. Cool, because we had those, um, those cocoa nibs that we had, 
they were I thought it was Zocatl but it's it's just something Mm -hmm. Zocatl it's good beer man really is really is but it, uh, it's all, it's also a high alcohol beer so 11 percent, you know so th- this amount that i have left is about in these Armageddon glasses i don't know i would say that's about an ounce and a half and probably two ounces yeah something like that so um and I, i'm like i'm really nursing it because <laughs> it's a lot of alcohol yeah. in there and so we had half the bottle it's a 22 ounce bottle half the bottle is still so I guess it's ranking time, huh? I guess so. Now this is well, I mean, relatively easy to come up with number one. Yeah, yeah, definitely the the chocolate is our favorite. We're, we love it. It's it's fantastic. A little less fantastic this time because it has that hot alcohol. I'm hoping not every bottle tastes that way. I'm crossing my fingers. It could be like, but the temperature might help yeah, too. Oh, next one, I'm going to serve colder to see how it is. Um, I think you've always had it pretty cold too. Yeah, yeah. My presumption was that that beer is so good we could drink it at you know whatever it is sixty something, and and enjoy it. But maybe I was wrong. Number two is tough for me because I liked the Terrapin for certain things and I liked the Rogue for certain things. And if I'm ranking straight on chocolate stout, I have to pick the Rogue because it had more flavor. Mm-hmm. That Rogue bottle didn't taste super fresh to me. It's really close. I'm having a hard time picking one. Do you have a preference? Yes, I do. Okay, go for it. Because we're doing chocolate stouts, my preference is for the Rogue chocolate stout as number two. Because that gave me more chocolate Mm -hmm. up front, it it, it was was definitely a little bit too hoppy, but I could see how drop the hops, raise the chocolate, you... You're closing in on on an awesome, you know, an incredible, incredibly good beer. So you're making it sound like the Rogue did an 8 out of 10 again. Yeah. No, I, I think they did. Uh, it's, it, it, I think it's that West Coast bias towards more hops, whatever mm. it is. You know, if they drop that a little bit. We're in Pittsburgh, so maybe it's, maybe it's just us. Maybe <laughs> it's just me. I think that Rogue played with their recipe a little bit more. They could make that beer very, very close to Chocolat. If not even, I mean... Sure. I, I trust the guys at Rogue to be able to brew a damn good beer. Right. They could eclipse it. It's possible. I'm going to... So I'm going to cook Rogue number two, because I think it really gave... It gave more chocolate than the Terrapin, which kind of was chocolate at the end a little bit. You didn't even taste it. I, I'm counting that into my, you know... Right. Into my, art, into my feeling, because, you know, how you perceive it affects how, how I perceive you know, the rest of the stuff. And frankly, if it didn't give you the chocolate, then I don't think it deserves to be number two in a chocolate stout show. Sure. Okay. So, I uh, mean, to me, I mean, judging on which beer is the better beer, I'm virtually tied. I can't really pick a favorite. Maybe the Terrapin has a slight edge because I think the Rogue was old. But if we're judging for which was the best chocolate beer, right. then yeah, I think the Rogue has to be in front. I mean, I think these are all... Good beers. I think the chocolate is X. The chocolate. It's not chocolate. It's chocolate. Yes. Uh, it's C H O K L A T. It's excellent. The other two are very good. You know, the other two were eight out of tens, basically, mm-hmm. and the chocolate is nine point five or. Higher. It can be a ten on yeah. the right day at the right temperatures. So. None of the beers are bad. We had no nothing that we poured out. Oh, that smells so good. I'm smelling the little <laughs> bit I have left and and. Actually, that whiff, the, the higher alcohols were all gone, and it just smelled like luscious, delicious, melted chocolate that like you'd just dive in and swim around and die a happy man. 
I don't know, Death by Chocolate. I know people think that, you know, that's the whole Kathy cartoon thing. <laughs> chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. Ack. But, uh, <laughs> but I don't think that's a good way to go. Yeah, the one with that the fat kid died, or one of the kids in Willy Wonka died in the chocolate, didn't he? Well, I don't think they had a kid die. He should have died. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a much better movie if, if like, it was Saw combined with <laughs> Willy Wonka, right? <laughs> that would have been fantastic. We should make that. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to a relatively short version of Craft Beer Radio. Hope you enjoyed it. shouldn't be the length of Meg Hounds. It's just the quality, right? Right. And, uh... Twitter. <laughs> yes, I think that applies to a lot of things. Yes, yes. Exactly. That was kind of the innuendo I was going for. Thanks for pointing that out and making it less effective. I didn't I didn't catch it at first. And then when I caught it, I was like, whoa, he's talking about dicks. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So anyway, Twitter. I'm Jeff Bear. He is GM Weiss. He hates Twitter, so follow him. Mm-hmm. And respond to his his things because he needs that affirmation that he's actually doing something. I think that's part of it. He needs affirmation. Make him, if you start affirming him, he'll be like, oh, I love Twitter. It's so great. Um, I don't know about that. You email us, beercraftbeerradio.com. If you're in Philly Beer Week and you hear this before the Beer Week's over, look me up. I'm going to be there doing all kinds of fun stuff. All kinds of fun all stuff. All kinds of fun stuff. If you want to help support the show, subscribe on via PayPal and give us some money. It'd be very nice. Yeah. Very nice. So we, can, we can get, so we can have more than three beers for a chocolate beer. <laughs> yes, Absolutely. Thanks, everybody, for listening. It won't be three weeks before you hear from us again. Talk to you later. Thank you for listening to Craft Beer Radio. If you have questions or comments, you can email us at beer at craftbeerradio.com. Craft Beer Radio is released under the Creative Commons license. Visit craftbeerradio.com for more information. The opening and closing music is Last Hurrah from the band The Lights Out. You can listen to more of their music at their website, thelightsout.com. Get a longer fuse Some people's shoulders are big enough for the abuse But they never say what you can't hear
get a longer fuse. Some people's shoulders are big. 